and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Loki on Disney+. Plus. This is season one, episode two, The Variant, written by Elisa Karasik, directed by Kate Heron. I gave this episode an eight out of ten. Not as strong as the premiere, but I enjoyed myself. I also saw Sasha Lane, which I absolutely adore her as an actress and i'm sad to see she's only in two episodes i loved her in utopia and i would love she's also in honey boy i believe i would like to see more of her work because she is a marvelous actress i believe and i think she does a really good job in action as well so i wanted to see a lot more of her maybe we will i don't know in a a later season (laughs) just throwing that out there just in case Tom's listening, I changed my dates for Jamaica. I'm going <laughs> November 28th to December 5th, you know. I'm hoping you're happy and in love and in a relationship. But if you're not, that's where I will be if you want to uh, check up on it. But first I gotta read you. Oh, what you looking like you like? What you see? Won't you come over and check up on it? I'm gonna let you work up on it. Ladies, I don't check up on it. Watch it while I was joking around with uh, one of my friends about it and she gonna look me dead in the eyeballs and say well you know you ain't even his type anyway I was like oh my heart (laughs) he's smarter than you I really looked at her like bitch you ain't gotta ruin my life like that (laughs) I just resent the fact that she really was like um your intelligence is not that high I'm like whoa 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 I just finished Carl Young. I'm working on Niche. Is it Nietzsche? Nietzsche! <laughs> Enough about my sad, unproductive love life in which the most interesting conversation is about celebrity men <laughs> you will never meet. We start this episode in Wisconsin, 1985. Sasha Lane, Hunter C20, and a group of other hunters arrive to the dismay of a woman who realizes that they're not dressed for the occasion chasing a variant she's like some of us need this the group is then ambushed in a tent as it appears the leader is affected having a green thing placed on her head i'm not sure what this was about but i think it has to do with loki's powers and i don't know all of loki's powers y'all know i am not the expert at all so i'm learning just as the show is divvying it out to me before her eyes glow green and she kills her squad that are looking really like dumbasses at the double cross what's happening i just don't know what went wrong how you not see your friend just get double tapped okay from the front and from the back like all types of dead and you talking about what's going on um the music choice while i love the song did not work well for me in the scene (laughs) um the variant does take c20 through the time door and she keeps her alive and i know now why she kept her alive Uh, that's because she wanted some info but prior to that didn't know why she wanted to keep her alive thought maybe she had a whole thing to do with the rest of the plot and then i realized she was in two episodes and i was like well damn probably just a (laughs) just a side character 
Meanwhile, Loki is reading a jet ski magazine while Mrs. Minutes educates him about what happens if the Nexus event uh, branches past the red line. Very bad things, he replies. Or when the TVA can no longer reset a Nexus event, that's what it means. I'm sure that will come in handy. He then tries to attack his trainer with said magazine. Mobius interrupts training to tell them they have a mission. They meet with B14. <laughs> so it sounds like a vitamin name. Who tells them it's their Loki variant due to the temporal aura, but the kind of Loki is unknown. The lesser kind, to be clear, says Loki. Then she tells him, Let me see your back. Let me see the back of your jacket right you are motherfucker i just know mobius was like i need a jacket for loki so that he could be identified as itv and she's like i got you and then did not tell him what was on the back of that <laughs> she says i didn't want anyone to forget who you are you mean your only hope of capturing a murderer no a cosmic mistake you fucking bitch why you bully me everyone asking they are totally at the end of this gonna be friends loki explaining the difference between illusion projection and duplication casting was so me on so many levels that i need to self-reflect on my group interactions but i do hate when some people well not for the most part actually scratch that that's kind of my group interactions with my parents <laughs> or my family members if someone in a like at work says something dumb it's like yeah there's no fixing that unless it's just really bothersome i probably won't go to that full extent but i i feel him in that moment of really needing to explain the difference the two teams are going in with mobius bringing loki in the field he has his magic but is not allowed a weapon loki wonders when they get to the renaissance why they can't just time travel before the attack but mobius explains nexus events destabilize the time flow and this one is growing thus they have to do things in real time i'm wondering why more people aren't going around screaming what the fuck is this i know i would everybody's just going about their business like what the hell reset charges allow time to heal all its wounds and also disintegrate everything which we needed to learn to know what was happening a little bit later this is when I kind of felt my hand being held like a two-year-old, but I realized probably children watch this, so. Sunny day, sweeping out, away. Loki tries it by pretending the variant is scheming an ambush outside and demanding to see the timekeepers, immediately thinking the variant wants him because he's more powerful. And I'm like, boy, you just got here two days ago. The universe is so much bigger than you and you still trying <laughs> to act like you running shit. B14 is over it and Mobius admits he's lying and to reset the charges. Mobius then meets with Ravina or Ravana, right? Ravana Renslayer complimenting her office with souvenirs from mostly his missions and a few others. So they like their earthly things, a roller skate, a snow globe. Despite her saying Mobius isn't her favorite, she has ingrained rings in the wood where his drink has been revealing a very long history. She calls Loki insubordinate, stubborn, and unpredictable, something they totally see in the other person. 
she calls him out on having a soft spot for broken things but that loki is going to disappoint he remarks he wants and can change and it's nice to mix things up a bit maybe he's talking about himself as well but she believes that can only be done if the timekeepers decree it so he asks about those timekeepers which loki continues to refer to as lizards apparently he's never met them but she tells them they are heavily involved in this case she does sign off on another mission saying this is the last time with the variant the last chance she asks if he really believes in him before mobius is about to sneak out the door and he says he believes in himself enough for the both of us which is true and if it doesn't work out he'll delete him as he's really arrogant which is also true loki tries to give mobius the bullshit but mobius is like i can't believe you claim not to be a talker since you won't shut the hell up he doesn't care what makes loki tick but he does care about catching this far superior version of himself which he thought would motivate him side note isn't me or my voice sound really nasally i don't know i really hate the sound of my voice yeah that's crazy i podcast and i hate the sound of my voice (laughs) but i'm also told that's fairly normal but it feels as if it's a little scratchy today i don't know why maybe it's always the scratchy and i'm just now noticing it because i'm having a moment of outer body experience back on to the show he calls out his plans to charm the timekeepers and somehow take over the tva so loki wonders why he is sticking his neck out for him he says a i see a cold shivering runt scared boy insecure and in need of validation or b whichever one you want to believe i'm telling you whatever to get you what i want to get what i want anyway loki says he doesn't need his sympathy on the elevator and he says good i'm running out of it he takes him to the tva library and he says time to wow loki really needs to start taking his life more seriously because he sees how easily he can be disintegrated um mobius tells him you need to dig in these files with you and give me your unique perspective as if your life depends on it he then tries to get information because the files ain't telling them jack other than this loki keeps taking out teams of people and stealing their uh their time thingies <laughs> i don't know what they're called uh, he tries to get information about the tva but it's classified the only thing he can have is his own file which shows the destruction of asgard and once again tom with his very subtle performances that's the best thing about loki's character is he's a whole lot of posh but inwardly he's a whole lot of heart and almost all of its people in ragnarok have been destroyed now earlier he was making a comment about how he likes to make fools of his own people so even though he has this superiority complex about how people are this that and the other thing the thought of them not being there doesn't give him any type of emotional uh, satisfaction and that makes sense because you know if you're wanting to cause mischief you know that's not the same as wanting people to 
you know, it's not morbid in the in the sense of a villain. I always felt that having him kill people was like more of a way to get him more villainous so that he doesn't come so that the heroes can be heroes. But yeah, I always felt that the god of mischief it was odd that he would be also the god of murdering folks. But then again, I also talking out of the other side of my mouth if you're a god do you care um (laughs) what is one life people are like ants but you see that's not really his perspective because these people being gone on nine thousand, like that's it (laughs) it causes him a great deal of pain uh and he lets this uh brush over a little bit later the emotional impact of it when he's talking to mobius which he finds eating the salad that he probably destroys with salt, pepper, and juice to show him the metaphor that the variant is hiding in apocalypse or apocalyptic events because they can do whatever they want and the TVA wouldn't know about it. He wants to visit one to prove he's right, though Mobius is well aware of his tendency to stab people in the back despite his denial of it. You did it like 50 times, dude. They go to Pompeii to test his theory, with Mobius being incredibly touchy to the fact that people are about to die, but Loki said, fuck it. He out here acting a damn fool, letting goats go, telling everyone in Italian they're about to die, tossing food at them, telling them to enjoy their last meal, rude. (laughs) Question, why you holding that stick like it's your wand, Harry Potter? Sleeping Loki made me want to just kiss his temple and smell his hair he and mobius discuss at length why he likes jet skis though he'll never ride one and while loki just isn't buying the whole timekeepers thing especially as it ends with everything being in order which is boring because chaos is what everything is born of he says that he and Mobius are the only ones with free will, though Mobius is content being born into a life of glorious purpose. Loki remarks he's not a boy, and that, that was a bit harsh earlier, <laughs> patronizing is what he said, because he knows something children don't, that good isn't all good and bad isn't all bad. That's a very simple, simple statement, but it's actually very true. The things that have been done in the name of religion in itself america with its righteous morality doing the most horrendous things in countries most of the citizens including myself obliviously co-signing this leads to a revelation for mobius who says you're very clever and he's like um i know mobius realized they have two variables due to the gum taken which means they can cross reference when it was in use with apocalyptic events their little happy moment when he found a Loki found where the variant most likely was hiding. We did it! We did it! We did it! Yay! Reluctantly, Ravana approves the mission as Mobius believes in this and that this will nail the variant, though she is concerned for her friend as if this does go sideways, there won't be much she can do to help him. He says for all of time and she says always so what's up with that that sounds like a a college frat type of thing i think that mobius is definitely going to be in (laughs) trouble next episode and i think that's going to be the motivation eventually to get loki to do the right thing because here's someone 
that really did stick his neck out for him and had no reason to do so and at the end everything that people told him about what was going to go down happened so feels uh feels like that might be a key i could be wrong mobius tells him it's great work that they are doing and after this my friend the sky is not quite the limit but he does give him his knives back that hunter b14 promptly takes away within absolutely not you can't fuck with queen I love all of her sauce and that absolutely not took me back to every moment <laughs> sometimes black people say things that are just so relatable to other black people and it just feels good to to see our representation even in just a small way not even just the character in how we talk like absolutely not you got to be out of your goddamn mind <laughs> because you know you've said that to every every time you your child just comes up to you and does something where you're just like are you did you really think that was about to happen and i'm kind of surprised mobius thought it was a good idea to give him his knives and he just betrayed y'all or just gave y'all bullshit on the last mission he holding on by uh, not even a thread <laughs> by a wisp of hair and you gonna give him his knives and you thought that was gonna go down after a debriefing in which oh she said something important and i think i forgot <laughs> i don't even know what it was damn it after a debriefing they head to 2050 since the loki is stealing charges they know she is planning something now at the end we know it's a she they kept saying it was a he and i'm not sure why they didn't suspect it could possibly be a female uh, since they did state all the variations come in different forms and sizes and species it would seem as we see a few loki's <laughs> the one with the hulking was my favorite just because it was so silly and he was looking at like what the hell loki drives himself to be 15s of noise like what the fuck was that uh i'm not about to walk around here in squishy shoes i'd be jealous i'm like can you snap your fingers and help me out too then Mobius and Hunter B-15 argue over who Loki is going to stay next to, but Loki claims to be trustworthy, although Mobius knows people who can't be trusted always say things like that. Then decides to be petty and tells Hunter to hold on to her time collar this time. While walking in silence, Loki tries to tell Hunter they got off on the wrong foot, but they come in contact with a human who is loki charmed i'm guessing that must be the third power we never got to hear because loki cut mobius off and possesses uh b15 to have a chat with her inferior one of the hunters is being an absolute dick to people but that's what happens when your friends have been ambushed and died in several attacks so wow well it's kind of like why we have to have this dude out here a part of me understands it and when you go through so many apocalypse eventually some people are gonna stop fucking harry he had to push that dude though they find c20 who continues to blab it's real before telling them she gave up the timekeeper's location uh loki makes it clear one 
He's been playing a double game, still planning to overthrow the timekeepers, wants to team up, and thinks that <laughs> he said lieutenant, like the way lieutenant, like in Sleepy Hollow, and I had memories going back because they said the same way. Just the way British people say lieutenant. It's lieutenant. Anyhow, I got very distracted by that. <laughs> it did cause her to pause. But she tells him it's too late before having another man beat his ass. She declines working together and tells him that this isn't about him and then reveals herself and he's like, right. Yeah, didn't see that coming. And of course she would say it's not about him because it's about her. Or maybe it really isn't about, maybe this Loki really is altruistic. We don't know. The sacred timeline is officially bombed, though, causing panic at TVA, and even Ravana is getting ready for action. She then kind of leaves him an opening, like she follows, she goes to the door and just waves like bye at him, but I felt like it was kind of an invitation to follow me through. And while he considers this a yet another betrayal, he can't help himself and follows. So now Mobius is going to be in a tough position considering events this is not great i'm not sure what is going to be found but i have a feeling he's going to learn a little bit more about what her actual plan is but if you're the god of chaos and all you're trying even if you're interested like i would think if he's interested in overthrowing the the time whatever then she would to another extent, but probably in a much more, well, maybe she's more chaos, chaotic than him, and she just wants to destroy all of time. I could see that. Um, like if I've lost everything, or like I said, it could be in left and it's a variant. I like the reveal that it's a, a female version of him. Playing off of yourself can be fun, but it's also a little tropish, so it allows, and I love other characters taking on mannerisms or even, you know, I love the part where <laughs> the favorite part of this episode is just when they were smiling at each other, and that's just fun. That is my thoughts and opinions on this episode. We do have some feedback from Shy, so let's head over to the mailbag. Christina, it's me, Shy. I am late to the to the party with Loki, episode two. Thankfully, you did not start recording the podcast yet, so I have a moment. I was early last week, but today, like I said in my think of flash um, feedback, uh, it's been a long week. It's been in the struggle. Um, so I was really tired yesterday, and so <clears throat> I watched the episode, but I didn't, um, yeah, it's just so much happening that I didn't put any, put my feedback, or record my feedback, I should say. Um, but let me go ahead and do that, because, um, yeah, let me just do that, uh, before I forget too much of I mean I've already forgot some things but uh my overall feelings of it uh still remember but I really enjoy this episode and what I really enjoy the most about it is 
Mobius and Loki's relationship and their dynamic, not the relationship, but their dynamic. I love it. The chemistry is amazing. I am a fan of Owen Wilson. So um, seeing him and Tom Hiddleston um, play off of each other during these their scenes together was just chef's kiss. It was just amazing. Um, and it just reminds me, it's like these two intelligent people um like they find each other like they like they've been flatlining through life um over i mean mobius has and then loki has and um and in his regard i feel like and they've met their equal you know or somewhat equal um in regards to intelligence and you know and, and how they think and so they, they both are like these you know owen or mobius i should say is like this excited kid and then um loki is is fascinated by this guy that he can't outsmart completely outsmart like he may be able to you know for a little bit but mobius you know quickly catches up and i love that dynamic between the two of them and it just reminds me of just loki because he talked about how i mean i'm just imagining him you know about no one being on his an intellectual level on as Asgard and so I'm just imagining you know him growing up and being the smartest person in the room and not too many people that were on par with him and you know how bored people they get into mischief and so <laughs> I mean I'm feeling that that's that's the the foundation to how, why he's the way he is I mean obviously there's other things that went on you know with his true heritage and you know all that stuff but there's also that dynamic to it too and 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 the fact that he he was really challenged intellectually and so he he got into other things and then that you know led to another and then him find you know so those are the things that I find fascinating about Loki and the, the him and Mobius's relationship because it's like these kindred spirits find each other and that's part of the excitement and part of the um you know the what's happening between the two of them because you know you can see Loki uh trying to uh outsmart or you know you know he's always he's playing chess but he has a formative opponent in Mobius and so he's not quite able to do as much as he would have normally do with anybody else um so or get as far so he <laughs> so I, I love that uh you know I love the fact that um you know we're just getting um it's not I mean I don't I mean I know it's not me we talked about this so many times but all of these shows that we're watching and it's like the debate about free will is just so fascinating to hear the different philosophies on free will do we have free will um what does that look like and then it's just and then we hear um Loki and Mobius talking about that as well and we're you know they're talking about and Mobius is talking about how reality is what we believe it is and that's all that's just so fascinating uh, I mean these conversations are so deep and I'm not going to have a lot of, you know much time to like really go into it and I'm sure you'll probably will but it's like yes that's exactly 
we we make our own reality like what we believe i mean which is part of the the culture part of you know um like the different countries and how they perceive things and how interesting it is that we as a country we go to other countries and we did we try to dictate terms but it's like that's our reality that's our way of thinking and we try to impose that on others and it's like but that's not necessarily how this country believes and that's not their reality so you coming here and telling us this is wrong and this is right is very interesting which brings me to my next point about the um the TVA and the timekeepers it's like and, and that because that was another question that Loki have not a question but a statement that Loki made about no one is all good or all bad and so I'm, and I'm, that was said I'm sure that was said for a reason and that again bring, going back to the timekeepers it's like are they are they the I feel like they're they can be the in the role of the oppressors because they're dictating terms they're dictating what the timeline should look like who should who should uh you know what should happen what shouldn't happen and if you very if you um go off script so to speak you get pulled back into line by the timekeepers it's like who's to say you guys get to make the rules and i'm thinking that's what this loki this female loki is is about so back to that is are they all evil kind of thing because i feel like this timekeepers and these um reset chargers they just go back and reset things reset things you get to tell me how the timeline should be and i'm feeling that there's something more to that and so i'm very fascinated to learn more about that and i'm also thinking that um this is because marvel doesn't have the multiverse right now and i'm thinking this is the catalyst to creating the multiverse these different timelines that this whatever ends up happening with this is how um they get into the next phase of marvel movies is this movie this movie creates that and so that's my thinking because of the reset chargers and how towards the end lady loki had all she collected all of them and then they all branched out into different things and that's going to cause some type of a event that's going to create the multiverse that's my opinion of it because i know for i mean i remember hearing i'm sure i know for a fact i remember hearing about it and i know my son he's more in the know about these things and and one of the things um i was told was that they that they're gonna start exploring the multiverse more which is why we got um wandavision and the the creating dr strange wandavision the idea of dimensions and they're trying to expand on on what they already have what they've already created and move beyond that and so now we're going to get more into other dimensions and then i think loki is going to be what creates multiverse so we're going to have other earths other timelines and things of that nature um that's just my thoughts on it i could be wrong but um that's just where, where i think you know because he's a god of mischief god of chaos and this is gonna and loki this other loki i'm sure is the same and it's she's creating chaos and so 
you know so much is gonna happen but again that's just my thoughts on that and the thing that I find fascinating about Loki is just how how complicated he is is in just again like he's talked about no one's all good or all evil and that applies to him too because he he's so complex it's like you saw him reading the Asgard how it got destroyed you saw the emotion the tear in the eyes the tears in the eyes and then when he's like going to Mobius and saying hey you know this is where um the variant is hiding in these apocalypse events because there's no record of would be no record of them him, them being there because it everyone gets wiped out so they could be there for however long and it wouldn't reflect on the timeline it wouldn't affect the timeline and so they um and so you know mobius goes yeah i'm sorry about asgard and he's like yeah yeah yeah. back to my point and so and so, so there's that side of loki that um oh look what i found look what i figured out let's just even though we know deep down he's devastated about what happens to his um to his country i guess we would call the country so those are the things that that fascinate me um about this show and what always fascinates me about loki because you just never it's like you want to root for him but then he stabs you in the back but then he does something great and then he stabs you in the back just like Mobius um, said stab him in the back people in the back 50 times but at the same time he'll do something to where you want to believe in him and want to uh, cheer for him and then he does something to screw you over and then <laughs> next thing you know he's doing something good to help out it's like oh my gosh so he's so he's such a complex character and that's again what i enjoy about him because you don't know what side to be on with him and i love that i love that it's not it's gray with him it's so gray um even now even like even when he was like saying all the things he's saying it's like do we really trust loki and then even when he went into followed lady loki into the um the the portal it's like is he following her for his own gain or is there is it to help and maybe it's a mixture of both that's what's so great about it it is possible i mean i'm sure it's a mixture of both it's self-serving at the same time you know he has high respect for mobius and and them i think they've established at least a respect for one another and that will go a long way with loki um so those are my thoughts i went over i'm sorry but this this episode had me so deep in my thoughts and love that you know i love that um and so i had to take a minute to put all at least some of it as much of it i can in my feedback so but i know you got this you recap it all and you know slather us with your tom hiddleston love and and all that good stuff which i'm here for yes sign me up for it i'm 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 loving it i'm in love i know he's your boo so i'm not i'm 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 stepping aside but i'm just throwing in my my love from a distance so (laughs) on that note until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was shy with her thoughts on the episode i think you liked it a lot better than i did um 
you seem to anyway uh rate it uh you know talking about your enthusiasm of the episode a lot higher um you went into i didn't go too much deeply into the free will back and forth mainly because i'm probably a little exhausted on the subject (laughs) i've mentioned it you know because it's in so many shows i think i i've said a lot of what i need to say in the basis of it and this is kind of almost uh an extenuation of that conversation um but yeah i I do like the dynamic between mobius and and uh loki thus far i just think you're right there's a kinship there uh i don't know if, if if i necessarily agree on the fact that you know they they kind of well i mean i guess on the same level of intelligence you know he didn't have anyone i'm like anyone intelligent enough i feel as if he wasn't surrounded completely by morons uh (laughs) but then again my my recall of those movies are very very faint so i just have to go with what you guys say um because i i don't have any reference for it so i just have to take it in even if my 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 gut wants to go otherwise (laughs) as i did with civil uh not civil war winter soldier so i don't know anything about the multiverse um if this is what leads to the multiverse um if that's what their their mission is i'm just kind of like if if you say so (laughs) is it that interesting to me i'm not sure it depends on the execution of it it's of course a good concept but i need a little bit more because even it's expanding out to the multi-universe why do you need to do it this way And, and i'm a little blank with that uh so you're definitely way more informed there uh, I really like the performance of Owen Wilson as well. I haven't always liked everything he's been in, but I do like the the actor overall. I think he's given, um, yeah, he is kind of, he's excited, I think, for something in his life that's kind of not part of the norm. But I don't, I don't even know if that's right. Like, is this the first variant they've ever worked with? There's just not... There's not enough um, information, but then that's the IMFJ in me. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, I need to assess the whole entire situation of the layout before I can formulate some opinions. Uh, what else? I don't think too much else in your commentary that I had any commentary on. Other than, you know, I mostly agree with everything that you're saying. Uh, I really think it's a fun show. I think that Loki having to... You know, I think he wants to rebel against this idea that, you know, there's this group of there. But I also feel as if how far can you go down that rabbit hole? I know you kind of related it to people in other countries and telling them and importing their culture on on another place. That's kind of been, um, for better or worse, part of history. I mean, if you didn't have empires and subjugation of, you wouldn't have peacetime in which... I mean, going back in our history, it's a, it's a catch-22. Just say it's a catch-22. It's one of those things we like to say, oh no. And I think that's, to me, that reference more back to that statement of people aren't all good or all bad. Like, even if it's for whatever purposes, it's not, like, you can't, nothing is an absolute. We live in a gray area. We will always live in a gray area. And the more you accept that you live in a gray area, um, 
of life, the better you can access people in general because you can't base them based on the terrible things that they've done. You have to also see if there's anything balancing that out, kind of like The Good Place. And like you said, all our shows are blending together. Um, another thought you stated about... Um, oh, I think I forgot already. It was right there at the tip of my tongue because I was like, oh, that's an interesting point. Um, but yeah, the thought of, of chaos, oh, about people having a purpose and, and, you know, that is what it is and reality is what you make of it. That's certainly it. It's kind of, you know, you can't live your life according to these edicts coming down. But I think this whole thing with this idea of free will, it's kind of pushing against me because of this idea of the time. Like, I don't know so much about what they're doing that I really can't, I don't have a full philosophical um thought process on it or thesis on it yet because i don't have all that additional information of how this actually works and yes manipulating people in time feels like of course when you're told that you're like oh my god but that's why you choose to live your life i mean it's the same thing religion i'm gonna choose to believe someone's up there guiding my path or i'm not gonna choose and if i choose to not accept that that reality that someone's guiding my path then i need to find my own glorious purpose that defines my path uh so there goes my my philosophical stuff that i did not discuss in the episode because you know for the most part i didn't feel whether they uh, you know i just didn't feel a real rounded thought on that but those are my temporal feelings if you want to join our conversation blackhawkouch at gmail.com you can also comment below on this podcast where my social media will be as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, black or magic.